Welcome to the Awakened Health Coach Podcast. I'm Storm, a health coach and energy healer, bringing you a holistic approach to health and happiness. I am here to help you find the happiness that you have been seeking and begin manifesting your healthiest, wealthiest, and happiest life. This podcast is for you if you're hungry for more, for better. If you want to grow, evolve into your best self, and step up into your power, then you are in the right place, sister. I'm here to help you live your best life by creating a healthy body, mind, and soul. Because I believe that you can't be happy if you're not healthy, or healthy if you're not happy. Life gets to be as amazing as you wish it to be, so let's make it so. Tune in each week to be inspired, motivated, and learn how you too can storm your way to better health, wealth, and happiness. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so grateful to have you here and excited for you to tune into this episode, which is something a little bit special, a little bit different to normal because I wanted, I know what it's like to want to listen to something, but want to do it while you're going for a walk. (laughs) So I ran a pretty epic masterclass um, this week and that involves slides. It's a it's a watching, a sitting down and a watching sort of thing. And sometimes that's nice, but sometimes I know from experience, you just want to be able to chuck it in your ears while you're going for a walk or doing something else or cleaning or all of that. So I totally respect that. That's called net time, no extra time. And I basically put the, the masterclass that I ran, which is all about manifesting your happiest life through body, mind, and soul healing into this little format for you to be able to listen um, if you would rather listen than watch. But if you don't even know what I'm talking about, basically I ran um, a masterclass, a free masterclass, and it was so much fun. I had some girls jumping on live, but I know that you can't always jump on live or sometimes you don't even get the memo. So it was recorded for you. And if you would like to stay here and have a listen, you can, or I have slides and it was an interactive thing. So if you would prefer, then you can head to the link in the show notes and go and actually grab the the like physical recording of it so that you can sit down and make your way through it while watching it if you would rather do that or if you want to do both you can go ahead and do that and yeah that's everything from me I'm just sitting here in our little airbnb on my working holiday decided to call it a vacation, <laughs> like a vacation but I'm getting paid <laughs> my little vacation up in the beautiful hinterlands area and feeling so grateful for what I've created. And I don't say this to flex. I don't say this to brag and say, look at me and whatever. But I truly believe that I am my own biggest testimonial. The life that I'm living now is the testament to the work that I've done, to the healing work that I've done. And by no means have I achieved it all or, you know, living the most amazing, incredible life. I'm human. My life is definitely imperfect at the best of times. But, you know, I get to say that I love the life that I get to live every day. Like truly, I don't always feel amazing and happy because that's literally impossible. But every single day I feel grateful for this life that I'm living, that I have created for myself. I do work that I absolutely love and I actually get to help make an impact in the world and make money from it. I get to be surrounded by the most beautiful people who truly lift me up and inspire me, who are soul connection sort of people. I get to travel and explore and 
have that freedom. Freedom is something that I value deeply. And that is the life that I've created in alignment with those values, with freedom, with abundance, with love, with connection, impact. And realizing as well that that's actually a byproduct. Living your happiest life on the outside, having these things that I know you want for yourself, whether that is the body, the relationship, the job, the money, whatever it might be, the friends, those things are a byproduct of you doing this work on going within, manifesting what you want for yourself. It's a byproduct. It happens when you go within and when you realize that happiness is an inside job. It's only something that can ever, ever, ever come from within, at least long term. Things might hit the spot for a little bit, but they never actually fill that void. And I know for me, I spent years chasing happiness, years feeling like something was missing. So many things were missing. And then I'd get the things and it still wasn't enough until I stopped, decided to change paths and realized that body, mind and soul healing is what will set you free. So I'm excited for you to have a listen If you enjoy it, feel free to please share a screenshot on your Instagram story and tag me and let me know. And then that also helps so many other beautiful souls find my podcast, find me, learn, listen, tune in and receive, you know, the content that they need much like you needed it. And sometimes we don't even know what we need. So truly that that is a big help. You can always, always feel free to reach out and send me a message if you connect with anything, if you feel like sharing something. My DMs are always, always open. And as I said at the end of the episode, if this is work that you would like to continue doing, then you have the option to do that with the guidance of someone who knows exactly how to get you to where you want to be. So I have my Stormy Sisterhood or I have She Awakened, my mentorship. So if you would like to inquire or apply, then you can go ahead and do that by sending me a DM on Instagram, or you can head to my website and read more about both of them. So without further ado, I'm going to stop talking, at least in this format, and let's get into the episode. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this free masterclass, Manifesting Your Happiest Life through body, mind, and soul healing, which is what I do as the Awakened Health Coach. So welcome to all the girls on live with me and to the many that couldn't make it watching the recording. And I just want to really honor you for taking the time to do this because you could easily be watching Netflix or scrolling on your phone or doing absolutely nothing, but you are here putting yourself first and working on yourself. And that is something to actually really just appreciate for yourself and give yourself a little pat on the back for. So before we get into the slides and into the actual masterclass, one thing that I think is so important is intention setting. Actually getting clear on what your intention is and what you want to get out of something and what where you're going to give your energy because your intention basically is energy. It's getting clear on what you want how you're going to show up, what you desire. So I want you to, um, you can jot it down or I would actually love it if you shared it in the chat. What is your intention for being here for the next hour for doing this masterclass? Like, why are you here? You could easily not be here. So why are you here? What do you want to get out of this? What's your intention? Because that means it's 10 times more likely 
that you're going to actually have that happen and that you're going to achieve that. Because where your energy, where your focus goes, energy flows. So what is your intention? And this is a practice that will change your life, like genuinely will change your life when you become more and more intentional because the universe will reward you for that. So I just want to get clear. Even if you just come up with a few words, what's your intention? If you're at home watching the recording, then just feel free to pop that down in your journal and your notebook. Maybe it's to learn something. Maybe it's something in particular that you're struggling with that you would love to get an answer for, to understand better, to work through better. Maybe you're doing really well and you're just wanting to learn and grow a little bit more. honor what I deserve and believe that I am what I create that's beautiful yeah to honor what you deserve because it's not enough to know what you deserve right like you have to actually respect that as well and give it to yourself here to relearn some self-help tips and get in touch with myself again and to get a new perspective yeah beautiful and I love that because like the same thinking that got you here and and created whatever problem you have at the moment isn't gonna get you to where you want to be or give you the solution right that's why I like learning from other people whether it's masterclass podcast books is such a useful thing to do because you actually get to have new perspectives to become clear on my career desire find my true inner calling yes amazing I love that and like from personal experience doing this work will 100% illuminate that path for you if you continue to do it to get in touch with myself and begin creating from fresh and softer place yeah softness like slowing down I love that beautiful thank you for sharing amazing all right I'm going to share my screen and we're going to get into some slides so let me press this can we all see this beautiful welcome to manifest your happiest life through body mind and soul healing so where we're at is realizing that what you actually want is happiness right with anything that you do it's so important to actually dig a little bit deeper and question what do you really want and this is coming from like my background of someone who was very focused in the health and fitness space of like a certain body and the, the lifestyle and nutrition and all of that. What changed my life was when I questioned, like, what do I truly, truly want? It's not the physical. It's not these things. It's not these goals. It's not like what's actually happening. It's not even the money. It's not the job. It's not the relationship. It's not doing X, Y, and Z. What you truly, truly want under anything that you do is that sense of happiness and fulfillment that we're all seeking. And it's really important to get clear on that. Like, for example, you want to feel good enough. You want to like yourself. You want to be treated well. You want to be loved and respected. You want to feel, feel fulfilled. It's, it's about actually just wanting to live this one life to the fullest and enjoy it as much as possible. But we can so often lead ourselves astray when we make up these stories around, you know, I have to do X, Y, and Z 
because you associate that with happiness. For example, I associated happiness with having a certain figure. So I would restrict myself, punish myself, make myself do certain things to get me to this end goal that I thought would make me happy. But in the process, I made myself unhappy because of what I was doing. So when you can actually take a step back and question, like, hold on, what do I really want? Then you can be like, well, is it, does this really serve me? And why am I doing this? And I think that's a really, really important question. And it can lead you to what I have created, what I, which is what I, when I st- took a step back and realized and like assess things and got a different perspective, I realized that it's about your higher self blueprint. Like happiness, the happiness that you are currently after right now comes from when you are living in alignment as your higher self. So your blueprint is unique to you. And a blueprint is something that I've literally created. It's a concept that I've created. Not, I mean, not blueprint in itself, right? Like you've heard that before, but in this um, context. And I see it as like your blueprint is different to my blueprint. It's different to the girls next to your blueprint. And a blueprint is not set in stone. A blueprint is able to be changed just like an actual blueprint is. And it's going to change over time. But you living your happiest life comes from understanding what the freaking hell your blueprint is and living it, living in alignment with it. Like, for example, you are not physically able to live this life as your highest self if you are feeding yourself low vibe, shitty processed food, right? You're not able to because it doesn't give you the energy that you need to be able to live your best life. If you spend your time giving to people that just fucking drain you, that are energy vampires that don't reciprocate the energy that you put out, that dump and vent onto you, then you're not living in alignment with your higher self. If you care so much about what you look like and put such emphasis on that, then you're not living in alignment with your higher self. So it's about questioning, like, what what is this blueprint of mine? What is this, like, cheat code that allows me to live as my higher self? And your higher self is who you truly are at your core. Underneath the unhealed trauma, the barriers and the walls that you've put up, these coping mechanisms that you've created, the negative effects of low vibe thoughts and beliefs and actions, your higher self is the version of you that's high vibe, fulfilled, unfuckwithable, full of self-love, fueled by self-validation, not from other people, but from yourself, who's able to sit with her thoughts. She runs her own race and she's actually authentically herself. You express yourself instead of hiding, instead of like what I used to do, what I've done for most of my life is that I would put on a mask depending on who I was with, thinking about how are they going to perceive me? What are they going to think of me? And so how can I make myself as likable as possible? Instead of actually being myself authentically. But the thing is that until you start to do this work, you don't even know who the fuck you are. Like you don't even know who your authentic self is which is so powerful when you take a step back and actually think about that. But you become your highest self through doing healing, through body, mind, and soul healing. So the process that I've created for your blueprint to actually understand how you get to do this is step one. You have to figure out what the freaking hell your blueprint is. So this is unique to you, right? 
And this is something that I actually do with people one-on-one, but I'm going to try and explain this in a way that you can at least get a sense of right now, not just leave you high and dry. It's about connecting to yourself deeper. It's about realizing and questioning what your roadmap is of what is versus isn't in alignment. And alignment is a feeling. And I'll explain that in a minute, but like, you know what is versus isn't alignment and you can't pretend and you can't hide that. And like I said, understanding that a blueprint is not set in stone. So my highest self blueprint right now at this point in my life will be 100% different to next year, to the year after. Step two is that, and this is, this is the most of the work, right? Discovering your blueprint is pretty easy. The work is in healing, releasing, and removing the blocks between you and living this blueprint because that's what stops it. You might know that you, in order for you to live your life to the fullest, in order for you to, to feel the happiness that you want for yourself, that you have to stop caring so much what people think about you, for example. But that's not exactly easy, right? Like that's easier said than done. And what stops that from happening is when you have all these fears of judgment, the fears of the need for acceptance, and you've been hurt in the past, and that's just what keeps playing out. And it's not a matter of just deciding sometimes of I'm going to do this. It's the work of actually going within and healing what needs to be healed so that you're actually able to step up into your power, to step out of the shadows and into the light. And then step three is actually integrating it and embodying it. And doing the work to truly live it and continue to do it right like this is about lifestyle this is about you making changes that you can sustain for the rest of your life so that you get to enjoy the benefits of it for the rest of your life so like i said the easiest way to discover your blueprint is to focus on alignment and how you feel And your body is so freaking smart that your body will tell you what's in alignment before you have to mentally figure it out. So alignment is when things feel good. You don't need fucking motivation. I am sick of being asked, how do I get motivated? You don't need motivation to do something you actually want to do, full stop. Because you want to do it. And it's relatively at least easy. It gives you energy instead of just draining it. It gives you energy. You feel like you're actually being yourself. You find it easy to be happy and you feel good on the inside. Things don't just look good on the outside, but they feel good on the inside. Like for example, you know, in the last few years, like my approach to health and fitness has changed dramatically because it wasn't in alignment. It looked good on the outside, but it was a struggle what I was eating, how I was eating and how much I was training and exercising and what I was making myself do. It looked good on the outside. It did not fucking feel good on the inside. Misalignment is when it's a chore. It's hard. It's boring. It feels restrictive. It's limiting. You're not being authentically yourself because you don't feel like you can be. You don't feel safe enough to. You feel judgment. You feel fear of acceptance of, of not being accepted. And so you mold yourself to fit what you think will be lacked or accepted. And alignment is that feeling of like something's missing. Like something is missing. You don't even know what, but you think something's missing. So then you try and fill that with whatever you can. 
And ultimately what you're after is feeling a certain way, right? With anything, what you want is the feeling. We associate happiness with certain things. I'll be happy when I look this way, for example. You don't know that. You're simply associating happiness with it, right? And it's what you truly, truly want is the happiness underneath it, not just what it looks like on the outside. But when you can actually start to focus on the feelings and prioritize that, it changes everything. When you start being mindful of how certain people, things, places, activities, whatever, how they make you feel, that's when you can discover, hmm, this this feels in alignment or oh, this doesn't feel in alignment with me. This doesn't actually feel like I'm being my highest self. I'm shying away. I'm pretending right now. One thing I used to do a lot was actually take myself out almost and like try and see myself from the other person's point of view after I've been interacting with someone is like I would try and see how I was being seen because of this like absolute need to be accepted and this fear of being judged and caring so much about the outside. So I want you to actually take a good look at your life. And I want you with your pen and paper now to simply go through all of these areas that you see on the screen. And from a scale of one to 10, I want you to jot down where you feel like you're at in terms of, does it feel in alignment? And if, again, just to trigger you with knowing what's in alignment and what's not, that feeling of like, Things are flowing, it's easy, you're being yourself, feels good, it lights you up, you're vibrating at a high frequency, things are going well, sustainably, outside and inside. And this is just simply for you to actually take a step back and just have a look, get honest with yourself. So on scale of one to 10 for all of the areas, just don't think too hard, make your way through them. And if you want to, then jot down a few things that come to mind as to why. When it comes to your relationship with your dating life, do you think that you are showing up in a way that is giving love or simply wanting to receive love? Are you allowing yourself to actually receive I know in that area for me, I put up a massive freaking wall the rest of my life out of fear of being rejected, fear of not being enough. And the thing is that no one else can fill your wounds, right? If you feel insecure inside, if you feel self-conscious, having someone else to validate you doesn't actually hit the spot, not for very long. Think about if the people in your life are serving you. Do they give you energy or do they drain your energy? And how you feel after you've been interacting with someone is a really good sign. If you feel like energized and lit up, they tend to give you energy. If you feel drained, tired, sluggish, bleh, they tend to be draining your energy. When it comes to work, do you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you actually serving this world? Are you helping people? Are you making an impact? When it comes to your habits, are you actually making choices each day 
that move you forward and that help you be your best self? Are you stuck in some maybe not so helpful and disempowering habits? How you talk to yourself each day. Does that help you be your best self or does that hinder you? Mm. comes to food do you actually eat food that fuels you consistently at least from the earth that makes you feel good or do you eat food that makes you feel sluggish it's processed because if you want to feel alive inside you have to eat food that is alive if you want to feel dead inside go ahead and eat dead foods consistently all right if you need to come back to that, you can, but I'll move on. Because the truth is, right, as we are focusing on living your happiest life, the focus actually doesn't need to be happiness. <laughs> happiness is a byproduct. It's a byproduct of healing that comes naturally when you do this in a work. I know for me, I chased happiness for a long time, like just years. I didn't feel enough inside. I didn't feel fulfilled inside. So I was always chasing happiness. I thought it would come in the nice body until it didn't. And I was actually just more self-conscious than before and more like aware of and insecure of what it looked like. I thought that it would come in, back when I was in school, I thought it would come in grades, except all it did was put so much pressure on myself. I thought that it would come in the work, in the career, in the job, except it only brought more pressure. There's always a next step. There's always a next thing. I thought it would come in the relationship. Definitely didn't. But it would come in all of these things. But the truth is that happiness does not come from outside of you. It doesn't come from things. It doesn't come from people. Happiness comes naturally when you work on healing the parts of yourself that feel broken, that feel bruised, that don't feel good enough. And then you find that happiness within yourself. And I know that that's a cliche thing to say, but it's so true. From someone who has experienced that, it is so, so, so true. And so this is where we really get you to understand how health is a body, mind and soul connection. Because realizing this will shift how you approach health, life, yourself. Because we are taught to focus on the body. We are taught, and when you first decide to work on yourself, like I'm going to get my shit together and I'm going to improve myself, my habits, all of this stuff, we focus pretty much just on the body, what you're eating, working out, sleep, those things. And that's great and that's so important. But guess what? That's one third of who you are because you also have this mind. And I'm sure you know what it's like to feel like your mind is the death of you like it's your enemy and like you need to control it because it's controlling you and that's why we have to actually work with it to understand it to program it because your mind is literally like your programming it's like having a computer it doesn't work unless there's programming software on it that's what controls you and if you're operating from really old programming you're gonna have a shit time and you're gonna struggle because you're not working with real good material and then what changed everything for me in terms of happiness and fulfillment was realizing, oh shit, there's another level. I'm also a soul. Because you are a soul hanging out in the body with the mind running the show. And 
most people only focus on the body, some of the body and the mind, but then you miss the soul. Or you only focus on the soul if you're very into spirituality and then you miss all three. But you living your best life through healing will come from focusing equally on all three. So I want you to do something, which is a process that you may have done with me before, but I just love to do it to help you understand, is I want you to close down your eyes and I want you to raise your arm up for me. Cool. So now I question you. Did your arm move itself or did you just move your arm? Okay, you can come back and put your arm down. Your body didn't just move itself, did it? You moved the body. Now I want you to close down your eyes again. And in your mind, I want you to imagine that you are seeing an elephant. Imagine that you're seeing an elephant in your mind. Beautiful, big elephant. Okay. Now you can close. You can open up your eyes again, come back. Did your mind just come up with this elephant? Or did you just make your mind come up with the elephant? Hmm. Hmm. So who the fuck are you? <laughs> who the fuck are you then? You're not the body. You're not the mind. You are the soul hanging out inside. So until you start to focus on yourself as a soul, hanging out in a body with a mind, you're going to struggle. That's the truth of it. You're going to feel unfulfilled because you're missing what is arguably the biggest part of yourself. Your body is your home, but it's not who you are. Your mind is the programming, but it's not who you are. For example, with your emotions, even just to distinguish it, you aren't sad. You are feeling sad. You aren't happy. You are feeling happy. That's not who you are. So when it comes to the three elements, just to help break it down for you to understand each one individually, start with the body. That looks like eating intuitively to actually nourish yourself. Because food is energy, right? It's either high vibrational energy that fuels you and makes you feel good or it's low vibe that literally just tastes good but doesn't actually give you very much. And we are all the same. Our bodies need fuel. They need nutrients. You're not designed to process crappy shit, at least not consistently. So you feel good when you feed yourself well. But eating intuitively, right, your body knows what it needs, but it's on you to actually tune in and listen and question what you need. And then honor that. Moving intuitively. It feels freaking good to move your body. It feels really good. But it feels good when you listen and you move it intuitively. Not like, hmm, okay, I have to do this because I've eaten this or because of this, because my program is this, because I have to if I want to look this way. Fuck that shit off now. If you listen to your body, it will tell you what it wants from you. It will tell you, hey, I feel like going for a walk today. And that's that's what I want to do today. That feels really good. Hey, I feel like dancing my little heart out because that feels good today. Or I feel like going to the gym. I feel like stretching because your body needs various movements. But you, it's your job to simply listen to what it's telling you. And it will talk to you. 
sounds weird I know when you first start but it will talk to you and it will tell you what it needs from you it's your job to ask it having sleep and enough rest funny enough today um, on my story I said what do you need and probably 70% of people said I need rest that was their thing I'm tired and I need rest you it's, it's just as important that you have the go as what you do the rest both are equally as important you're not wired always you go 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 because that's stress on your body it's literally like having your alarm go off in the morning wake you up it's like you're jolted awake and the first thing that your body's put under is stress because you're like mm, fuck like shit right stress you go and work out stress you're running late stress you're in traffic stress something happens at work stress 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 you're not designed to be under stress all the time. You're literally not designed. So having enough rest and self-care is what helps you to come back from that stress, let go of it, and allow your body to thrive because you get fucking burnt out. You get exhausted when you don't have it. You don't need to get to that point where you just break down. You get to have practices in place that stop you from getting to that point. Self-care Self-care is different to self-love. Self-care is physical. Self-care is the massages, the baths, the foam rolling, foam rolling, the gentle nurturing, stretching. It's the actual caring for your body, caring for yourself. Doing that, like how often do you do that though? Like actually doing it consistently. How you feel within your body. This is a big thing. How in tune you are with it. I say this as having, as having a relationship with your body because you do. Because you aren't the body, you're in the body. And if you want a nice home, because this is essentially the, like one of the only homes that you actually truly have for your whole life, then you have to start to take care of it. And you're the only one that suffers if you don't. Having appreciation and love for it. Because when you love your body, you want to take care of it. When you hate your body, you don't really give a shit. And you can't hate your body. You can't hate your way to loving yourself. It doesn't fucking work. It just doesn't work. So, and, I, and I'm sure that you can sense that. Of like, when has it ever worked for you to do that? So what if it's time to really stop and take it to the next level of working on appreciating it, not for what it looks like, but for what it does? Because when you practice that and you build that, you want to take care of it. And trust me, if you are all sitting here listening to this, then you are so damn blessed when it comes to your body. You have all of your limbs intact. You can hear, you can see, you can taste, you can walk, you can run, you can dance, you can go to work. You can spend time with your family, with your loved ones. You can do things that so many people would absolutely kill to have, to have this body that you're currently taking for granted. And that's the harsh reality of it. So you are so blessed, but you don't realize that if all you're looking for is what's wrong or what's not good enough, you don't see that because you're too busy not looking at it. So when you change the lens that you're looking at it, what you see changes. When you love something, when you nurture it, when you love it, then it grows and it does better. And then releasing trauma as well, because the truth is that trauma is held in your body, not your mind, which I will talk about soon. And then coming to the mind again, going into emotions, which is so important, understanding them and actually dealing with your emotions instead of them dealing with you. 
learning how to move through them instead of suppressing, instead of numbing yourself, instead of having the tears come up and pushing them down. Because I like to say it as like you have a container almost. Pretend inside you there's a container of emotions. If you stack the emotions, you stack them, you stack them, you stack them. As you push it down, you push it down. No, I can't. No, I can't. Builds, it builds, and builds. And then you bust. You combust. You, you break down because there's no room. And the shitty thing is that there's no room for you to bring in happy emotions, good emotions, love, light, and joy. Because there's no room in your little emotional container. So you have to do the work consistently to actually make space for the happiness and the fulfillment that you want. And you can't do that when you're carrying around all of this yuckiness. Empowering self-talk, beliefs and words. Um, let me just move this. Consuming, empowering content. Everything that you consume influences you. What you listen to, what you read, what you watch. On social media, books, all of it, you are influenced by it. So actually using that to your advantage. Right now you're listening to something empowering. But you could easily be on Netflix watching something that does absolutely nothing for you. It's all about being mindful of that. How you see life, how you see others, how you see yourself, which is all about your beliefs. And then moving on to um, the soul. It's your sense of purpose, your direction in life, your sense of self-worth and self-love. It's healing trauma, healing the parts of you that don't feel good enough, that feel bruised, broken, hollow, all of that. It's living in alignment. It's experiencing joy and peace consistently, not just when you're on holidays once a year, but feeling that every fucking day because you get to. The truth is that you actually do get to, regardless of what's seen as like the normal in our society. It shouldn't be normal to be at breaking point and stressed all the time, to be burnt out, to be busy. Fuck being busy. I don't want to live a life where I'm busy all the time. It's not cool to flex how stressed you are. It shouldn't be a competition. It shouldn't be a badge of honor to be at breaking point all the time. To be badge of honor to, the real flex is having a sense of peace each day. Having spiritual practices to take care of your soul. Because spirituality is just about understanding that you're a soul and it's learning how to connect with that and take care of yourself. So that's that. And now what I want to talk about is understanding trauma because most people don't. And this is the work that will change your life, genuinely. So trauma, is a commonly misunderstood term because it's a very large spectrum, very large. I never resonated with trauma. I had a very, I had a really good childhood is what I always said. I had a good childhood, I had great parents. I haven't been through any trauma. But the truth is that when you peel back the layers and when you actually have a look, trauma is about how you feel. It's about your response. Trauma is about the response, response elicited within you, within your body. It's shame and pain, it's hurt. And that comes from a number of different things. So there's like on the spectrum, there's like big T trauma, physical, sexual abuse, injury, all of that, the big stuff that we commonly associate with trauma. But then there's little T trauma, like being rejected, being told off, being bullied, being humiliated, which we've all been through. We have all experienced trauma is something that I firmly, firmly believe. And if you resonate more with it, see trauma instead as being emotional hurt. Because I know I resonate more with that, especially when I first started to look at that. I was like, I haven't been through trauma. But the truth is, and I share this, and just to share my story more, 
which is something that I do share a fair bit, is that a big part of the trauma that I've had to work through was just being my relationship with my parents. And your parents are typically the source of a lot of your childhood trauma. With me, for example, I had a father who was absent a lot. He worked away a lot. And then when he was here, he was emotionally absent. He didn't love me like my mother loved me. He didn't express his love. He didn't communicate. He wasn't emotional. I wasn't allowed to be emotional around him. He just wasn't there for me in the way that I wanted him to or compared to my mother. And I made that mean that I wasn't good enough. I vividly remember a birthday that I had where he went away. He had to work away on my birthday. Birthdays are important to me. And he left me on my birthday. And I made that mean that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't lovable. Because if I was, then this, this father, this like most important male in my life would have been there for me. He rejected me. And that to a little kid is traumatic. And there are so many other things that, that I could say as well, right? So many different incidences. But trauma is such a big spectrum that I want you to just start being aware of and being mindful of because we all experience emotional hurt. There are so many times that I can remember being left out as a kid, being told off, being rejected. I was always second best in friendship groups. When it comes to high school, I surrounded myself with people who, they were friends, but they weren't my people. They weren't my people. So I never felt heard because I didn't feel safe enough to share myself authentically. I didn't actually express myself. I didn't speak up. I, I, I developed this core belief of I'm not that likable because of who I was around, because of the treatment that I received, because of being left out, because of all of that. And that made me feel not good enough, not likable, not lovable, all of those things. And what's important to understand is that this stems significantly from childhood, not just from childhood, but significantly from childhood. And that's because that's when your brain's developing, that's when you're you know, operating in, in theta brainwaves, which you don't as adults. So what you, like the amount of times that I've looked back at stuff from childhood and I'm like, why the freaking hell would that influence me today? But that's because children perceive things so differently. When you're a kid, you see life very differently. You are a sponge. You take on everything. So moving on to the next one. Your inner child's top needs are these three things. As a kid, you needed to be seen, to be heard, and to be loved unconditionally. And anytime you didn't receive that, one of them or all of them, that's trauma. The truth is that that creates a trauma response within you. If you're not seen, for example, if you're told that kids are to be, you know, what's the saying? When kids are not meant to be seen, I can't actually remember what it is, you know what I mean? Like when you're not allowed to, to be expressed, if you are, you know, if you're, if you're trying to, if you were a kid and trying to tell your mom about something you're excited about, but she was really stressed or distracted with work that day and she says, not right now, go away then you're shushed, you're suppressed and you're not heard. If you feel like you were only loved if you were a certain way and it was conditional, if you didn't feel like you could be your true self, if you were critiqued, if you had pressure, 
good someone I always knew ear nagging and it was my mom I never felt good enough in, in terms of how she would always there's always something wrong the first thing is like always there's something wrong there's something that needs to be better walking on eggshells not feeling loved unconditionally in that way so it's so important to understand how this shapes you now until you go back and do the work because going in now to, to energy which is something that I absolutely love to, to to teach and to help you understand because it will literally change everything is that everything is energy absolutely everything your words are energy your emotions are energy your actions are energy what you're sitting on right now is energy the people around you are energy everything is emitting vibration you can't see that but it is and to help you with understanding it again this is something i've done before but i want you to do this with me and we rub your hands together rub 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 get some friction you may have done this before got some friction got some heat now we pull back now we to just gently pulse in and out. And I want you to feel the energy. You should be able to feel it. If you push back, push in and out, you can feel this resistance. Mine's growing. You can feel it. Your hands might be tingling. Is it mine tingling? You're feeling energy. That's what you're feeling. You can't see it, but it's there. That's why you get a gut feeling about something and then it happens. Why you can sense someone's mood before they've said a freaking word. While you're walking down the street and you know someone's behind you before you turn and look at them. And so when you understand that, you can realize that you have a physical body, right? You can see your hands, you can see this physical body, but you actually also have an energetic body. Your aura, you might've heard of. And to simplify something that's quite scientific and complex, you have this aura and the energy that you put out into the world is what influences what comes back into your life and influences your happiness, influences everything because it's your vibration. So I'm sure you've heard of raising your vibe and I'm low vibe and I'm high vibe. That's like a trendy way of talking about this, which is your vibration, which literally affects everything. So the health of your energetic body directly influences the health of your physical body, directly. If your energetic body is sick, that's what causes sickness in your physical body. It goes energy to the physical. If you are energetically weighed down by stress, by blame, by resentment, toxicity, negativity, hurt, and trauma, then you have to suffer for that physically. It will manifest. So just to go back to that for a second, how that works is that, like I said before, trauma, when you experience hurt, shame, blame, etc., and just see that emotional hurt, if that's what you resonate with more, if you don't fully process that and heal it, it has that energy has to go somewhere. It doesn't get stored in your mind. It actually gets stored in your energetic body. Truthfully, it does. And so you then carry this around you put that vibration out into the world. That's why you find it so easy to revert back to feeling stressed or to feeling flat or drained or angry or whatever. You, whenever you are triggered and you go back to that place, that's not who you are. That's the trauma that you're carrying around energetically. And so that's why 
just talking stuff through like you could you could go to a therapist and not to bag on therapists at all but just talking about stuff doesn't allow you to fully heal because you have to release the energy from your body you have to actually let go of it so what actually helps you understand this and I could talk about chakras for like four hours minimum so I'm just putting this into a little bit is that the chakra system which you may or may not have heard of is what actually helps you understand how energy flows through your body it's what dictates energy flow so it's a system basically there are seven main chakras and a chakra is like a spinning disc of energy so you have seven of them every single human being you actually have more than seven but seven main ones in your body in your energetic body right and basically the energy is supposed to flow through them all they're meant to be nice and open and spinning having the energy flow through but if they're not if they are blocked or if they're like way too open the energy will not flow through them as it's supposed to and that is when you suffer for it that's when you have physical health problems that's when you have mental health problems that's when you struggle you know with with other things that you might be like how is that related but like for example money is directly related to your root chakra struggling in your you know with your sexuality with pain in sex or with feeling shame about it in your sacral chakra they're connected your solar your you know the next one that's actually all of them so starting at the bottom your root chakra is the red one the base of your tailbone it's all about your foundations and grounding in life your physical health because your body is the biggest and most important foundation that you have if you're sick you can't do shit in life right it's your most important foundation. That's your motivation. That's money because money is safety. It's security. It's home. It's work. It's all of those things. And so if you struggle in those areas, this chakra is likely blocked. It's likely not flowing as it needs to. Your energetic body is struggling. Then moving up to the second chakra. Um, chakra. That was chakra and sacral into the one word. In moving up to the second chakra is the sacral. So that's just below your belly button, all about your emotions. So if you struggle with actually being emotional, <laughs> with feeling your emotions, with maybe you're too emotional or maybe you're completely shut off from them, if you struggle with creativity, if you struggle with your sexuality, this is directly related to this chakra. Moving up then to your solar plexus, which is like in your the, like the base of your rib cage, it's all about your personal power. So your sense of confidence of like validating yourself, your self-esteem, your willpower. So if you struggle with um, confrontation, if you struggle with confidence, both within yourself, within your body, with being able to say no to people versus just people pleasing, directly related to the solar plexus. Moving up to the heart, you know, kind of makes sense. You might be able to guess this one in the center of your chest. It's all about love, love and compassion for other people, but also for yourself. If you struggle with self-love, pretty much guaranteed that your heart chakra is blocked. It's also about receiving love. I know for me, I find, I, like for most of my life, it's been easy enough to give love, but then there's this wall around actually allowing myself to receive it, being in, intimate, allowing people to see you for who you truly are and expressing yourself in that way. And then moving out to your throat chakra, it's in the middle of your throat, it's light blue. This one's all about communication using your voice, using your authentic voice, your true highest self, it's understanding your purpose. And if you struggle in you know, what this looks like, 
in terms of how that manifests. It's literally that you you struggle to express yourself or you feel such fear of judgment from other people. There's certain things that you don't do out of fear. You hide certain parts of yourself. You feel a little bit lost in life. Moving up to your third eye, which you may have heard about, middle of your eyebrows. It's all about intuition, the part of you that knows your inner voice, having vision for your life. So if that's blocked, then likely you have no sense of your intuition. You don't even know what the fuck that is. You don't have any vision for your life. You don't trust yourself. That's a big thing. I know a lot of my clients, what I help them do as well is like they might know how to listen to their intuition, but they don't trust it. And then they're like, I should have like then so that, you know, you have that voice pop up of you should do this or you shouldn't do that. Then you ignore it. And then something happens and you're like, I knew that would happen. Why didn't I listen to it? That's your intuition trying to warn you. And then the last main chakra on top of your head is your crown. And it's sort of ascending, rising up into your higher self. That's connecting to a higher power, to the universe, to whatever you resonate with, developing your spirituality. And so the flow definitely starts from the, the base all the way up. Because for example, like you can't access this higher chakra or with either the top two, if you don't have a sense of grounding, if you don't have the base of your health. So they all very much link. And I just teach you this to help you understand the way the energy flows through you and that you have this energetic body. And it's so important because that directly influences all areas of your life. And I haven't popped in the slides, but like they also link directly physically. For example, if, you, if your root chakra is blocked, what that looks like health-wise, is problems with your bowels, with your legs, with um, you know kidneys, with that area of your body. Sacral is your womb, your hormonal health, fertility, UTIs, that part of your health. Solar plexus is your digestive issues, um, immune system, your heart is cardiovascular, your chest, that area, your throat, right? Like it actually links physically as well. And it's mind blowing when you start to actually look at this and question this. Like that's how I healed my acne within two months. Two months, my face cleared up when I started to look at the energetic cause of it and what I was holding on to and what was blocked energetically. So what all of this means is that you're not at the cause of your life, right? You get to manifest whatever you want for yourself. But how you do that is by focusing on your vibration. So if you want more health, wealth, love, happiness, whatever, then you need to be a vibrational match for it. You can't manifest a body you love if you're busy stuck in hate for your body. You can't manifest more abundance if you're busy feeling so afraid of spending money and in scarcity. You can't manifest the relationship that you want if you're so insecure about how other people see you, so stuck in that fear, right? And so you can also see the other end of the spectrum, how you can sometimes manifest things that you don't want in life. And that's okay. You didn't do it intentionally. You don't have to get down on yourself, but it's important to have that awareness. So what starts is it starts with your thoughts and with your beliefs. What you believe affects your emotions. That affects the actions that you take. That affects the results that you have. And all of it is your vibration. So what raises your vibe is empowering self-talk thoughts, words, beliefs. It's so different saying the words of like, I can do this. This is going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. Versus like, I don't know if I can do this. Feel that difference there. This is like 
This will change everything if you make this your priority, just this. Healing trauma. This is probably one of the, the most influential things that raises your vibration because that's what allows you to let go of the blame, the pain, the hurt that you're energetically storing. Dancing and music raises your vibe straight away. That's why I dance every day. That's why I get on my stories and I say, go for a dance. That's why I do it consistently because it puts you in a good vibration. Moving your body in a way that feels good. Stop just exercising because you have to or not even exercising, but listening what feels good, doing that, practicing gratitude. And I don't mean like every now and again, thinking about good things in your life. I mean, taking the time every single morning, every single night, at least once a day to tune in and really embody feeling grateful for all that you have because you don't realize what you have until you actually stop and look for it. And gratitude is about what you're feeling. And that's also probably one of the fastest ways for you to truly feel happy and content within yourself is to realize what you've already got. And you won't receive more if you can't even be fucking grateful for what you've already got. And there was a time when you once wished to be where you are right now. I guarantee you there was a time when you would have been so damn happy to just be where you already are. So why aren't you happy? Because it's not about the things, it's about you within yourself. Kindness to other people automatically raises your vibe. When you give to someone else, it makes you happy inside. Natural foods and water, because like I said, food is vibration. You're literally eating vibration. If you eat alive foods, you feel alive inside. If you eat dead foods, processed foods, junk foods, at least consistently, then you feel dead inside. And affirmations, sleep, having enough rest, having enough slow time. You're not designed to go, 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 go. You're designed to go, to rest, to go, to rest. Allowing yourself to feel all your feelings without resistance. Sometimes this feels counterintuitive because you're like, no, I have to be happy all the time. Raising your vibe is not about always feeling happy because it's fucking impossible. It's literally setting yourself up to fail. There's like a spectrum of emotions. Think happiness, joy, love, and then there's sadness and depression. As a human, you have to feel the whole spectrum. It sucks. These ones down here, they suck. But you have to feel them. Because if you don't, you bottle them up inside and that actually lowers your vibe and hurts you in the long run. Because you're carrying it around, trust me. Under the surface, you're carrying it around. So it helps you long term. And no human is happy all the time. Despite what you see online, despite whatever you think in movies, from movies, from whatever, you no one is happy all the time. Having self-respecting boundaries. Stop giving your energy to things that just drain you. Meditating. And meditating doesn't have to be, meditating is not about clearing your mind of all thoughts. Meditating is actually about connecting with your thoughts. It's about connecting with yourself. It's about taking your breath and slowing down and finding a place of just like calmness within you, especially if you're having a really busy day where you've got a lot happening or you're feeling stressed. Validating yourself. You lose so much energy and so much power when you crave and seek validation from things outside of you, from what you look like, from your relationship, from how many likes and followers you have online from whatever, nothing outside of you will actually validate you. They'll still feel like something's missing. When you work on validating yourself, it fills that hole. Having an empowering environment um, is a big thing and having people in your life that actually empower you. 
and genuinely inspire you and lift you up because it makes a world of difference. And what lowers your vibe, just run through it quickly because it's pretty much just the opposite, disempowering self-talk and thoughts, words, beliefs, unhealed trauma, talking shit and gossiping about other people because what you put out always comes back to you, worrying, stressing, complaining, moving your body out of guilt or punishment, being sedentary, so not moving at all, processed food and drink, not enough sleep and rest, comparing yourself, basing your worth off of how other people treat you. And that's easy to do, but that's not how you actually have to react. Like what if you stopped reacting to life and started responding to it instead? What if that person looked at you that way, not because, oh, you're having a bad day and you look like shit today, but because they're having a bad day. And what they, what they have to say about you or think about you actually doesn't mean anything about you. Not having boundaries of your time, energy vampires, like I said, people that drain your energy, suppressing or ignoring your feelings. That's meant to say invalidating yourself. That's just not meant to say validating yourself. Craving validation from outside sources in an unsupportive environment. So um, just quickly, I want you to jot down what stands out to you right now. How are you, how have you been lowering your vibration? What are the top things that stand out to you that have really been hurting you? And what are the top things that are going to help you right now with raising your vibration consistently? And this isn't about feeling high vibe all the time. Like I said, it's literally impossible. But it's like, where's your home? Where do you hang out the most? So I'm just giving you a ton of ideas. And I won't get you to do this for too long because I'm mindful of the time. if you want you can just come back to this but I will just keep going life is literally always just responding to your vibration truthfully that's it it's your vibration so working yourself body mind and soul and you can just um, make some notes here or, or whatever you connect with and resonate with these are literally just some ideas to finish off these are in soul on healing prioritizing healthy foods moving you know asking yourself what you need literally the act of every single morning tune into your body and ask yourself what do i need today and then give yourself it will change everything boundaries stop giving your energy to people who drain you or don't reciprocate it daily affirmations positive self-talk consistent self-care rituals daily journaling Practicing saying no, questioning why when something triggers you. If you take one thing from this, take it that your triggers are your biggest blessings because they are simply invitations, inviting you to look at what's underneath. You will only be triggered by something if you have an emotional hurt underneath it. It's like if you have a cut on your arm and then you put a jumper on and you can't see the cut anymore. But if someone pokes you, it's still going to fucking hurt, right? And that's what this is, basically, your triggers. You are, if you're triggered to feel not good enough, if you're triggered to feel sad when someone treats you a certain way, question why, because that's how you heal instead of just staying triggered and staying hurt. That's how you get to move through it. Feeling all your feelings, dancing in the mirror, especially in like some sexy undies, sometimes with no clothes, actually getting an appreciation for your body and like embodying that like 
sexy goddess energy. It's a practice. The more you practice it, trust me, the more you start to feel that way consistently. Meditating and having a morning and evening routine. Obviously, I'm not saying go and do all of these things because you just simply won't. That's way too much. But these are just some ideas that will help you if you pick one, if you pick three, that if you focus on doing where wherever you're at right now, whatever you need the most, you connect to that, resonate with that, and then go and do that. And it will help you if you can, can commit to doing it consistently. And just to sum up what we've been doing, basically all of that into one last thing is that, you know, what it really looks like manifesting your happiest lifestyle life it's not about what's happening outside it's about the inside your diet which is not just food but it's what you're consuming mentally right all the things you're consuming minimizing the poisons body mind and soul toxic people toxic foods all of that maximizing the good it's moving your body intuitively consistently living in flow with your season you're going to go through seasons in life some seasons are for blooming some seasons are for shedding your leaves. Some are for resting. Honor that and listen to that. Creating an empowering, supportive environment. Having enough rest. Having enough slow time. Having boundaries. Prioritizing your state. Starting each day as you wish for it to carry on. Working on yourself every day and healing your emotional hurts. And realizing that at the core of it all is self-love. If you focus on that predominantly, then you want to make good choices. You stop feeling bruised and broken inside. You can step out of the shadows and into the light when you do this work. And one thing as well that I probably missed in there is nature, actually. Nature is very healing. The energy of nature literally helps to balance your electrons. Five minutes a day standing barefoot on the grass. It's one of my go-tos every single day especially for feeling stressed, use nature because it will take your energy from you. If you literally, if you're feeling triggered, for example, if you're feeling really upset about something and if you go outside, you stand on the grass and you say like, take a deep breath and you just allow yourself to let go of that energy, nature will literally absorb it. It will genuinely absorb it. And one last thing actually that I didn't put on there is breathing. <laughs> Taking deep breaths, actually breathing. Not just breathing shallow, but breathing properly, full breaths, because that's when you connect to this energy. That's when you fill yourself with this energy. And that's when you get to make a, make a change because you get to inhale whatever you want to feel and you get to exhale whatever you don't want to feel. So with me now, let's just take a few deep breaths just to finish off, to help winding up winding down for bed for the end of the day when you close down your eyes we need to take a nice big inhale breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth good and you keep focusing with every breath just feel yourself slowing down breathing in slowly and out. Feel yourself relaxing as you sink down into your body. As you sink down into this beautiful home of yours. This body that loves you so much. It's always fighting to keep you as healthy and well as possible. Feel yourself sinking down, relaxing, knowing that you're safe. 
but you don't have to always be running and going and doing and hustling. That the happiness that you're after is within you, is making peace with your broken parts because they're what let the light in. Knowing that you have everything that you need within you, that you have all the power that you need over your life, that you're magic, that you're so blessed and so loved in ways that you don't even fathom. That someone else's opinion of you does not define you. That your past does not define you. That you get to decide in every moment how you show up, what you give your energy to, what you're worthy of. And that life is always just responding to you. That you get to leave here and you get to make a different choice. You get to start prioritizing your energy first and foremost above everything else. You get to start healing, taking care of yourself, body, mind, and soul. So you just take three more big, deep breaths, breathing in all that you want to feel, breathing in love and joy and light. Feel that washing over your body you feel what is no longer serving you leaving out by your feet <sighs> breathing it in one last breath oh beautiful whenever you're ready you can come back you know that you can do that for yourself by yourself in any moment. You don't need someone else to take you through that. You can just take a few deep breaths every morning when you're feeling stressed through the day to go within, to listen to yourself of what do I need in this moment? What do I need today to focus on yourself? So that is all of the content for today. I hope that that helped. And what I just want to finish with is that if you this resonated with you and if you would like to then I would like to invite you to work with me moving forward I have two different options for you depending on what you are after depending on what resonates so uh, I have the stormy sisterhood which you might have seen on my Instagram my posting about it's a monthly membership super affordable it is a very low priced easy um, low time investment way of working on yourself you want to start focusing on yourself well on creating the life that you most want for yourself then this is a monthly membership a monthly zoom call where we do work on your mindset your self-love getting clarity healing your chakras all of that there's lots to it it's on my website I won't um you know I won't keep you up on that explaining it but it's only 49.50 a month which is really great value for what you get and it's super fun doing with other like-minded souls and then I also have a new offer, which is She Awakened. So it's for you if you're ready to wake up the magic within you to really take your healing journey to the next level. It's a six-month mentorship that is one-on-one -on -one and group work. And basically, we're going to discover your blueprint, heal, body, mind, and soul, and help you step up into this higher version of yourself, impacting the world in the way that you are here to do. 
living the life that you want, having the relationships, having the sense of self-love and confidence, and just enjoying your life to the fullest, healing your emotional hurts, freeing yourself of the past, and living the life that you're here to live. So if any of those stand out to you, then I would encourage you to reach out to me to do so in the next few days and let me know and we can have a chat. And if not, then that's more than okay as well. But I just want you to know that there are so many options available for you to help support you, that you don't have to go about doing this work by yourself. And, you know, I also have my podcast. I have lots of resources available for you. You can always just reach out and chat to me. I know how hard it can sometimes feel like no one understands, but you're not alone. There are so many resources and so many tools. And it's about helping you discover this and, and build up a toolbox for yourself to move through life, to move through your triggers, to build this self-love. And all I do is help you heal yourself. That's it, to awaken your inner magic. So that option's there, that offer's there. I'd encourage you, if that's interested, if you're resonating with it, then to reach out and do something about that. I'm going to stop sharing. And does anyone have any questions at all? Or anything that they want to share? How was that to the girls online? Was that what you needed? Was that... Feel free to just pop it in the chat. Very insightful. Hi, Kayla, do you want to talk? Yes? Beautiful. Oh, it's very insightful. Thank Good. you. I'm glad. It's wonderful. Beautiful. I'm glad. You're welcome. You're also welcome. All right. I will finish this here because I'm mindful of the time. Thank you so much for jumping on live. I appreciate that so much. And feel free to message me if you have any questions or any thoughts that come up over the next few days. Definitely, definitely can. I'd recommend tomorrow or tonight. It's pretty late, but tomorrow, grab a journal out and just journal what comes up for you from this, like your thoughts, your feelings, where to next. So it's a really useful tool. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up here, start recording. Thank you so, so, so much. Oh.